This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Good morning and welcome. This is Julie and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM online, on air and on demand. Here we are in the second week of Lent. As you contemplate the second week of Lent and prepare yourself to spend some time with God, this is Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. That was Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. And here we are, as I said, on the second or in the second week of Lent. I'm here this morning with Thomas. Thomas, good morning. Good morning, Julie. It's good to be here with you. And I can't believe that we are in Lent already. Thanks to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City for allowing your Catholic Corner, to be online, on air, and on demand all this time. Actually, before we get into the readings for today, New Zealand has been, the people of God's own, have been in the state of civil emergency for a few weeks. Thomas, 
are you do you have friends, relatives? I guess you've got clients in the Hawke's Bay. How have they been? Yeah, um, actually, fortunately, um, within our Christian Camry network, we don't actually have uh, many clients over in the Hawke's Bay, but certainly do um, have family uh, in those parts and and Tarafati and and the Hawke's Bay. Uh, They've come through relatively unscathed, thank goodness. Um, But, yeah, certainly... um, some really catastrophic um, pictures and stories are coming out of there, which has just been absolutely tragic. And the weather just came, seems to keep on raining. A couple yeah, of yeah, fine abso- days, absolutely. More rain. And and you know, it seems sort of quite quite bizarre because I I often sort of think you know you know sunny Hawkes Bay, sunny Gisborne, um, you know we're, we're arguably almost at like the the, the peak time of summer, um, and you know rather than sun, it's rain, rain, rain. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I had a, a an anxious ten days or so right at the beginning, after Cyclone Gabrielle went through. Where we've got clients in that part of the country, and I couldn't hear. I didn't hear from three of them for about a week or so. Couldn't get hold of them when I rang their mobiles. It just sounded like a disconnected call, and then I finally managed to get hold of them, and it was yeah. So they're all safe and sound, but. Can you imagine for those people that are still waiting to to know about their loved ones, it's not a nice feeling. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. And I think um, there's been um, about about eleven lives lost um, already, and there's still still a number unaccounted for. Um, so yeah, this is certainly time for for prayers for for the repose of those people's souls who have passed away and. Um, you know their their friends and families as well, and and those who um yeah are yet to have had contact made with them as well. Just a note to listeners: we are pre-recording this, so that was eleven as at when we were doing this. So yeah, by the time this goes to air, God forbid there may be more. Anyway, Lent we are solemn. That was solemn. Second week of Lent, the first reading today is a reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response for today's psalm, which is Psalm 33, is Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. The word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. Truly the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, to deliver their soul from death 
and to keep them alive in famine. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you. A second reading is from the second letter of Paul to Timothy. Brothers and sisters, join with me in suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Saviour Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the Gospel, the Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Acclamation From the shining cloud the Father's voice is heard. This is my beloved Son, hear him. And a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was speaking, suddenly a bright light overshadowed them, and from the cloud a voice said, This is my son, the beloved, with him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, Tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome back. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM online on air and on demand with thanks to St. Matthew's parishioners in God's own Aotearoa, Hamilton, Kirikiriroa. Thomas, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. That's one of the, in, in that, those readings, that's one of the, the sayings that comes to my head often and it's actually one that I had heard even before I started reading the Bible so it's one of those famous sayings what did you get what was poignant or important or 
impressed upon you with those readings? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, as, as you've just said, that this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. And probably what really hit me was the listen to him. And it's something that, that I've been reflecting on this Lent about, you know, a- am I attuned to God? Am I listening? And I remember being on a retreat um, uh, a number of years ago in, in Tauranga. Um, and I remember on the, the wall they had a, a sign there and it sort of said, oh, do, do you know that the, the word um, listen um, is made up of the same letters as the word silent? And it also cast me back to that, that year as well when I was uh, in the seminary and we used to have our pastoral um, uh, sessions where we would learn um, different pastoral techniques and one of them was was listening. And what was interesting for me um, was that I did this exercise where I listened to one of my brother seminarians for three minutes and then went in to be able to recall back to them, you know, um, what we'd heard. And I thought I'd done a fantastic job. You know, I was sort of, you know, nodding and, and smiling and, and leaning in and being attentive and just generally being really quiet. And then it got got back to the sharing time and it's like, oh, and, and so where did I go on holiday? And I had absolutely no idea, you know, Um that's what I was supposed to be reporting back on, but I'm like, well, I wasn't actually listening. Yes, I was being quiet or I was being silent, but, yeah, the, the, the listening part really sort of fell flat for me. And it's something, as I said, this uh, Lent that I'm trying to be a little bit more conscious of, um, driving to and from work. Um, I don't have the radio on. Um, and just trying to take some more of that intentional quiet time and I guess the reality is is that we see it in the scripture I'm like you know that this isn't really a a, a suggestion it's more of a, a command you know how how can I you know listen to God so I think that's what yeah really struck me when you listen to God what do you hear how do you know when he's talking to you yeah it's, it's one of those things you know like, like in terms of my own sort of life and spirituality and faith journey it, it hasn't um you know but been the the booming voice from heaven like but like, I guess like like Peter and John and James yeah absolutely today. And, yeah. and and the other reality too is like I am um, you know there was obviously a fear uh, in them and I guess you know like I guess we shouldn't really be um listening out of, out of a place of fear but but listening out of a uh, a place of love, um, and just just having that attentiveness uh, to the spirit, you know. So, is it an audible voice from me? No, but I think it's um, yeah, something something deeper than that, that that just sort of resonates in me. And when when you you talked about silent, listen and silent being one and the same but different. How how does silence work in your life if you're traveling now without the radio is it different is it strange what does it feel how does it feel yeah it, it does feel quite quite different um and yeah, I, I guess i feel a lot more um peaceful and relaxed and just attuned to what's happening around me because you know like um a lot of radio of course not this radio that we're talking on at the moment you know um there's not not necessarily super life-giving and, and some of the topics and things that people talk about and say um, 
could, could certainly be a bit questionable at time. And then you hear the news jump on and you're like, oh, well, it's certainly not good news. It's, it's news, but this isn't sort of super um, uplifting for me. Um, and I guess it's just sort of about how it also makes you feel. And as I sort of say, it makes me feel a bit more relaxed. And, and honestly, you know, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. One of the, the things I'm really conscious of, even before I came to live in the light, is what I let into my head, the information that I let into my head. And I, we don't have a TV at home. We usually do not have the radio on. Our house is, is quiet. It's, it's silent. And when, when, we, when Alan and I are driving in the car, the radio is off as well. So it's just each other. And I, am, I can't handle, how can I put it, the, the banality, the stupidity, the, the frivolity of commercial radio when everybody's just trying to outdo themselves and, and one-up the other person and, and pull jokes and, and then talk back as nothing but, but a spiral of complaining and moaning and bleating. So it's, yeah, listening is, is it's an active, it sounds passive, but it's actually an active state to be in because you can't really sort of zone out when you're listening to somebody. And then you miss when they go on holiday. Absolutely, yeah. So I obviously found out the, the hard way there. I thought, oh, yeah, I'm a fantastic listener. I'm like, well, you're probably a pretty good talker, but listener, mm, maybe maybe not so much. Three minutes is a long time, though, so don't beat yourself up. You know, that's a lot of information that somebody is imparting, can impart in three minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And I think it's sort of, all. Well, what do you do with that situation? You know, can you use it as a springboard going going forward, you know, to, to sharpen up with, with your listening. So it can absolutely be a positive thing too. The the transfiguration, how do you think it would have been to have been on that mountain and to have seen what those those men saw? What do you think that would have been like? Pretty phenomenal. You know, that that that's not your uh, you know, everyday sort of experience or um yeah quite quite unreal um, in the sense that they, they obviously had this experience of, of fear. They fell prostrate. They, they probably didn't really know what on earth was happening. Um, and I would imagine that I would probably fall into that to that same category. Um, but what about for yourself, Julie? What, what I, do you think? I just it would have been, I think, well, he, he, Jesus asked, you know, at the end, don't tell anybody. And I wonder if I had told anybody, would they have believed me even? Mm. Yeah, how, how do you explain something like that? I, I just try to imagine what, what Jesus in a white light would look like. And all we can, all we've got to rely on is, well, to rely on, to, to use today is icons and paintings and mm-hmm other people what other people will think it looks like for them yes their their art interpretations of it yeah yeah absolutely and you know there's um probably a good chance that that we're not going to have this experience today tomorrow or or the next day you know but it's very um scripturally sound and and it did happen you know and we should 
I guess certainly do our best to, to use it as as an encouragement uh, in our faith journey as well. I, when Peter, you know, Peter's a bit of a sort of a, a bumbling type, puts his mouth into action before or he puts his brain into gear. Shall we put three tents up? I'd love to meet him when I make it upstairs, up to heaven. Yes. He's one of the the men that I, I want to, to meet. And Isaiah, I'd like to meet Isaiah as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's some, some phenomenal, uh, very human figures in the Bible. Um, I guess we can, we can unite uh, with, with their humanness a lot of the time as well because, yeah, I would probably have been pretty uh, scared or shocked in that, in that situation as well. I, I'm going to ask you a question and nothing whatsoever related to what we've just been talking about directly. You, you're on a Lenten journey with men, other men. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Do you do that every year or is this your first year? This is actually my first year. And, and funnily enough, I remember making the excuse, and I probably would call it an excuse last year. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm far too busy uh, traveling with, with work. You know, I don't. I don't have time for that. I'm like, yep, I can certainly do my best to abstain from meat on on Fridays, and you know, um, not not overindulge in food and take a bit more prayer time and that. But this year is yeah a lot lot more intentional, which is cool. And how's it been? I realise it's very early days yet because we're only talking the second week of Lent here. But how's it been so far? Well, well it's really great to have the the fraternity. Um, and to have guys check it in with you, um, and just sort of, oh, you know, you get you get cravings for potato chips as well. You know, it's 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 all of those sorts of things. So it's nice to be in solidarity, um, you know, with people that are walking um, and striving in a similar journey. You know, do we always get it right or perfect? You know, on, on many occasions we don't. But I think it's about you know the disposition of your heart towards God. Um, and and you know being intentional, making making that um, extra effort uh, during this time because it it is the reality that um, yeah this this is a, a penitential season um, and it is a time you know to to give up and take up things I believe. Is it online or is it in person? Um, it's a little bit of both actually. So okay. we've got our ex- Exodus app um, and then we um, make once a week in person uh, at, at the cathedral. Okay, and it's just for men? Uh, yes, yeah, this yep. is this particular yeah, yeah, group is just for men. And how many men are in it? Um, there, there's about half a dozen of us. Okay. Yeah, and then and then we have like what we call like our, our anchor, so that's the particular guy that we um, check in with each day um, and just see how, how they're going, what they're struggling with, maybe what we might be able to um, commit um, to, to prayer, um, in, anything that they, they might be struggling with, or it might be a prayer of thanksgiving as well. And did you know these men before the, you participated? Uh, y- yes, I did. You know, like I, I live a pretty sort of, um, yeah, tr- transient sort of lifestyle, I guess. Yeah, with, with my job, I'm up and down the country, so I don't really get rooted into a community very easily, but all fantastic guys, um, and it's nice to be able to connect with them in this intentional way. And for anyone who, if there's a, a man out there right now listening in in Hamilton, is can could he join if he wanted to, or is it too late now? 
No, no, I, I would say I would say come along. I, I think you know it's 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 never too late. And and honestly, for me, it's about the disposition of your heart. You know, like I've been having dramas trying to get the the actual physical app on my phone to work, and then I just sort of thought, you know, is, is Jesus going to fret about that? I, I, I suspect not. You know, like I'm I'm doing my best now intentionally to to exercise to get enough sleep. I'm not not watching TV. I'm not snacking between meals, um, and, and all of those sorts of things. So you know, it's yes, it is as I say, penitential season. But we need to go gently and be re- realistic as well. And actually, that that kind of ties into what we talked about a few weeks ago: self love and self care. It's being gentle. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I believe we talked about you know loving loving our enemies and. I think I brought up the point about, um, or oh, sometimes I'm possibly my own worst enemy, you know. So um, it's one of those things, you know. We shouldn't we shouldn't be any more strict on ourselves than than Christ would be. And when does your your is it the Joshua group? Um, so it's it's, a, it's called a Exodus Exodus uh, Exodus men's group, yeah. So that um, it's it's for the entirety um, of Lent. Um, so yeah, about about forty odd days. So yeah, and and you meet at the cathedral time and day yeah. if somebody's um, listening and wants to go along. Yeah, so at, at the moment it is um, it, it, it's pretty flexible depending on our timetables okay. and that. Um, but it would typically be in the evening. But but you know a simple um, an inquiry to to the cathedral office um, would would would. Um, be able to build a bridge pretty pretty easily. Okay. And if yeah. other listeners, wherever you are in the world, if you want to tune into a Lenten retreat, then I recommend that you look at Pray As You Go. I've mentioned this. It's from the um, Jesuits out of London in the UK. Pray As You Go, hyphen between each, pray hyphen as hyphen you hyphen go dot org. They run an online Lenten retreat as well for reflection. And that is the end of today. So thank you, Thomas. To listeners, God bless. May your Lenten journey be fruitful. This is Julie signing off. Thomas and I will be back again next week. So thanks be to God.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.